Welcome to the Overreact podcast. And in a society that puts women in a box. Let's overreact. Let's overreact indeed. It's your girl, Monica Muhoya. It's here. your girl, Angela Wamboy. And it's your girl, Lash Angela. Always excited to be back at Kofusi 9 Offices, a place where um, if you're a content creator, you want to get into podcasts, we definitely recommend you come and check out their spaces and sign up. Yes, and today we definitely have more than three ovaries um, and we are going to be overreacting uh, the conversation of motherhood. So there's this thing of when you are a mother, when you're too young, the society berates you. Uh, when you're too old, they berate you. When you're not a perfect mother, in quotes, they berate you. When you don't want to be a mother, they berate you. So where is a mother safe? And we have a beautiful, beautiful human being in the studio, Kezia, the founder of Queendom, a mother herself. And she'll tell us about herself and why she started Queendom, uh, a space where mothers can come together, form a community and just inspire each other and empower each other. You know, in the culture of, you know, snap back where you... The society expects you to snap back in two days and you push the whole human being. So, yes, uh, that's the conversation we are going to be having today. Welcome, welcome. Thank you so and, much. And, uh, yeah, Absolutely. you can overreact. Yeah. 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 Should I just go ahead? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's so nice to be here, ladies. Thank you so much for inviting me. You're most welcome. And uh, I don't know why you invited me because I'm just a mom. You know, like anyone else, I just became a mom. However, I know that motherhood changes everything. It does. And sure it does. it's changed everything. Okay. That's the reason why we're here. Yeah. yeah. Um, interestingly, none of us, the three of us, we are not moms. Oh, yeah. But so you're future here to moms. Educate us, inform and, us. Yes. yes, and inspire us to, to aspire to be moms. <laughs> it's going to be lovely. Ladies. Yeah. 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 Shoot away. You know, your journey from where it started as a mom. Right. And, you know, just give us a little account of what is Queendom and then we're going to jump into the conversation cool. yeah. uh, you know i was exactly where you guys were i was enjoying my nairobi in 2017 <laughs> i was unmarried i was i was single i was enjoying my nairobi i was dating but i was enjoying my nairobi i was working as a middle top manager i was enjoying everything and then by the end of 2017 i was a wife i was a mother and i was unemployed okay. let me tell you motherhood changes Things. And when, if you're not prepped for that change, you go into almost shock. We're going to mental, un, mental health issues. Depression is looming, you know. And so as soon as that happened, I decided, you know, we need a community. We need to come together. Mm -hmm. If I'm in my little hole and I'm going through so much, how about everyone else? So the Queendom was born to really inspire, educate, and inform women about what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. You know, where you are and where I am, there's a whole shift of things that happen. In fact, did you know that science states that you are a new human being completely when you become a mother? Lactation changes the way your brain forms. You have a whole new organ. Yes, a placenta is an organ that you create. You didn't have it before. Your mind, your body, everything changes. That change was so much for me. And so I thought, you know, let's, let's help each other. Let's walk together. Let's build a community where when that change happens, you're not this old, boring woman, you can still be who you are and thrive with the education that's given to you from societal um, situations. Did you feel that change that you're referring to um, during 
your pregnancy or did you feel the nervousness knowing all right i've gotten married you obviously have discussed that you would both want to start a family um so what those did you start feeling those feelings before during or did it come after the truth of the matter is there is a glamorization of motherhood. In fact, nowadays, I'm telling you, there's people who have children for like trophies. It's like a thing. You know, you just go in and you get pregnant and then there's this whole, my belly's changing. So this, the changes are physical first. You know, you want to start seeing, okay, I'm, this is not me. This is something different. And I'll be honest, at birth, that's when the, the, the bottle drops and everything breaks. Okay. That's when the real change comes in. You do realize that, that your body is is trying to manage itself. Your image has changed. Your feelings, your emotions, your priorities, everything mm-hmm. changes at that point. Yeah. And from then, catching up to trying to catch up to who you were becomes a headache. You weren't you, the the old you is is changed. Do you just let her go? Did you, you let know? her go? Yeah. When a baby's Not born, choice. a mother's born. A question. So obviously you're also going through like your own internal personal changes right. um, around you. There's changes, your husband, right. um, your family, your friends. Right. Did you find that, especially like may, maybe more from the friend's point of view, yeah. did you find that you lost friends because oh, now your mom, I can't relate with you. Right. M- me, I want to enjoy Nairobi. Yeah, you're boring. <laughs> <laughs> and you're not Six available. You need to go home. <laughs> So do you find like you have either, did you find like in terms of um, a percentage, did you find more people that were very close to you and you hold it dear to you, more negative or positive or what would you yeah. say? Um, you know, luckily, first of all, I had, I have two children. One I had pre-COVID, the other one I had post-COVID. So COVID changes everything. COVID <laughs> baby. The COVID babies. <laughs> <laughs> the situation changed. I remember I told you that I was unemployed by the end of 2017. Mm-hmm. The first hit I took was in my career. Okay. In the business world, a woman can be easily can be a liability to the company. You're not just a woman. You have li- you have priorities. Oh, the DM has left. Oh, my baby's sick. You become a liability to the company. And that's why the world is not designed. The systems are not designed for the woman. Are you sh- having a child should make you a queen. It shouldn't put, make you a liability. So as soon as I lost my... I actually lost my job. Um, I was actually fired for non-performance during pregnancy. Yo. There's nothing you can do. So you can go and start suing. You can now start figuring out your priorities. Do you want to have this baby or do you want to go to court? You know, and I'm an able woman. I don't even know how that happened. So the pain, the stress, the trauma... The effects of that changes from work. Work is your number one um, place to, to, to network. So your friends start changing because your whole situation has changed. You're not working. You're now at home. Uh, do you even have money to go out in the club? Like, you know, and then before you know <laughs> money it, goes to the money diapers. goes to the diapers. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like oogling over really cute shoes and your friends are looking over really nice heels. Like the priorities have just changed. So yes, your, your social spaces change. It doesn't always become negative. Sometimes it actually becomes better. And you do gain a new network of mothers who understand you and feel you and know exactly, you know, what to say and how to say it. So I just feel like it's, it's a healthy space. If, if you learn to move with the curves, you need a community around you to, to help you navigate the waves. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, so I just want to switch gears and ask, um, do you think that the society and social media have changed the way motherhood is viewed? Um, and do you think there is somewhat of a, 
a false narrative that's being portrayed when it comes to, you know, online motherhood. Um, and also, how can mothers discern what they consume online? Because sometimes, you know, too much of anything is not good for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So those are really crazy questions, ladies. Oh. <laughs> let me give you let me give you some really boring statistics, but it helps, you know, paint the picture. Did you know that in Kenya there's 300 doctors to about 20 about about 25 million That's of us. Wild. And I'm talking pediatricians. So in all in all what I'm trying to say is you're not Google is a doctor and he's on your phone. And he's on call. So the first place a mother goes usually is to Google. You're going to Google, oh, this kid has rashes. What is that? Google. Da, 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 you know? Mm-hmm. And what happens is you send yourself online. And there's people who are creating glamorization of this content. And you get there and you're trying to find solutions. And then you find, you know, all this these women who are trying to give you content and information. And that's the reason why the, the queendom was born, so that we are able to streamline what's going on online. We're trying to create healthy conversations. We're trying to create doctor-approved information and trying to come out of all that Instagram um, fancy life. Because the truth of the matter is, um, it, it is a bit of a shock when you get there and you the latching process, breastfeeding is not as white-lighted as it looked like. You know, on Instagram, everything's just so beautiful. <laughs> but when you're struggling, like, what happens? So, yes, there is a glamorization online. And I want to change that. I want to be able to communicate just using the media that we have, um, just to send out some of these false images that are being portrayed online. And, you know, some of these um, these people who want babies for likes... You know, all that it becomes it becomes a bit of a headache. People Charlie, forget, you know, you're, when you're getting that child, you're getting them for a lifetime. Yeah, like. that's right. Yeah, and yeah. then this new this new. I saw an article that was talking about how people now uh, we need to redefine what's child labor because you you're using your baby to yeah. earn your money. Yeah. So what Absolutely. does that mean? Mm-hmm. It's child labor. Absolutely. So has that kid actually uh, given you the right yeah. to put their pictures there? Yeah. The whole twenty four seven life. Yeah. Maybe later in life, when they watch this content, they'll yeah. be like, "That's not what I wanted." Yeah. You know. Yeah. And then we are creating something that will. They probably hate you at the end of the day. Be like, "I never wanted you to," you know, uh, portray me like that. Um, maybe some people will dig up uh, this social media um, footprint, yeah. and then that will be used against them. That's right. This is you, and then they will be bullied or something. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you think the society and the social media or this online community have, you know, these are a new thing, uh, a breeding uh, ground for mental health issues, uh, ranging from, you know, the culture of uh, snapback, uh, your kid is not mixed, uh, your kid is not uh, yeah. doing product endorsements, your kid is not um, as cute as yeah. those ones that are posted on, That's you know, right. cute pages and how how the the whole journey of motherhood you know perfect mom by the society perfect wife by the husband perfect sister by the siblings perfect performer the company do you think it's how are women you know bearing that burden yeah that's really it's really important what you're saying i mean i i've realized that there's kids accounts and I, it drives <laughs> yeah. me crazy. It's like, do you want another extra account? To be honest with you, as Kezi, um, I'll, I'll tell you the truth. Children are very honest. And most of them, by two years, want you to put down your camera. This thing of flashing so kids don't pictures, even like cameras. That's yeah. right. 
they actually want their privacy because children at two years are trying to self-navigate. They don't even know who they are. And yet we're going ahead and we're posting this. It's not to say that we shouldn't post them because the reason why women are doing this is because they're proud. It's their pride and joy. It's just that there's an oversharing. There's a limit at which you need to put all these content out. If you go on the Queendom, we want to just create the content. It's not necessarily about the children. It's about how you are empowering yourself to create a better generation for, for tomorrow. So we need to start um, allowing the children to be who they are within their own private spaces. I'll give you another analogy. In the time past, pregnancy and delivery was a very sacred, very protected space. Women would come and give you time and, and, and space to be who you are and build yourself. They'd come and support you. They'd come and walk with you to just ensure that you are the best you. And now, because of the wake of digital media, the wake of COVID, in fact, COVID, the year of the COVID was the loneliest year for a woman. It's horrible, let me tell you, to be alone with society just looking down on you like, oh, you were pregnant, where's the kid, you know? This child just doesn't appear. You need support. You need your spouse. You need, and it's a very pub, it's a very private space, but it needs a community. That balance is tricky because you need people there, but you're not trying to call into everyone to like come and like gather around, you know? It's so funny when, as soon as you're given birth, you don't even want visitors for the first 48 hours. I mean, things have happened to you. Right. And then now here comes the whole, you know, shebang. shebang. Hi, yeah. everyone. <laughs> yeah. You know, so you do want to have some time as well. To they want you to cook. Yes, yeah. You're supposed to make mandazis and chai. Jump on Zoom the... call and then the kids are screaming <laughs> behind right. the scene. We need the, to. It's crazy. it's crazy. And then it's very important. Uh, there's something I was reading about the how we create the inner child right. from the ages of one to seven. These are very foundational and key years in us as as who we are in the studio the seven years of our you know of our, of our lives yeah. it's very very important so yeah. you're here creating an account for a baby and you're the one who is you know you're speaking for them so when they grow you know we're creating this perfectionism around you know this is ugh, an influencer baby we are actually breeding narcissists and That's perfectionists right. yeah. so god forbid the next generation it's not going to be like crazy, uh, you know, sucking off all, you know, this ego where if I don't get a thousand likes in 10 minutes, I will delete that. That's right. What, what is, what that, why are you, how are you as Queendom and Kez trying to educate moms, uh, yeah. you know, to be alert and discern that space? The first thing I want women to know is that they are queens. That's why it's called the Queendom. Mm -hmm. Because you are you and you are in the right space at the right time. This is perfect for you. You know, sometimes we want to use the child to confirm that we are who we are. Sometimes you want people to come and say, oh, you know, your baby's so cute for you to get recognition. You need to know that you are in position as you are. You've done the best that you can, whether we can or cannot see your child. You being a primary caregiver of a baby is in itself a queen, a queen's position. Enough. It's enough. Yeah. Once you establish that you yourself, who you are, you know, is enough then you stop looking for these breeding grounds. You stop trying to attract. And you know, there's so much, there's so much power in the people around you because um, like, for example, my husband is amazing. He, t he helps me half and half. There's no way that I can say, oh, I'm breastfeeding, so he does nothing. He does half the work and I do half the work and it completes the circle. Sometimes your community, the people around you, including your, your partner, 
and the reason I'm saying community is not everyone's married, but you ha- you need that community, is enough to make you stand and stand tall and sit on your throne and be sure. The only challenge that we're having in society now is the systems are not created for this woman to, to thrive. Mm. So right now we're working on systems. We need to be discussing things like having six months maternity. Three months old is a really small six baby. Months. It's ridiculous. Maybe you can get it's one, a, yeah. Yeah, we need, to, we need to see about that. <laughs> I really want us to try and get the systems to be working. Spouse, this, our spouses should have time with the children. They don't have to be running around working because we are working women too. We want to be running around working as well. So if everyone's taking care of the baby, mm-hmm. the system should allow it. We need to have laws in place. We need to have breastfeeding rooms in offices, best pumping rooms in offices. I don't know why this is such a no-brainer. If I'm moving around with milk, I need to get it out. You know, I can't focus in your company if I'm trying to feed a newborn. So these systems, I'm trying to like ensure that they're being pushed. It's very difficult, but it needs to be done. So to change the policy. So like I know in the UK, they did a change or amend the paternity. So um, typically a woman gets 12 months and then that 12 months can be, so your husband, my husband can take six months and I can take six months so we can swap. Um, But you said something, you said not everyone has a husband or a partner. Um, For those who do, how do you have that conversation that you know, did you, were you, was your husband or were you fortunate enough to have the husband who's willing to be there? Or how do you, even even if even if you didn't need to communicate, there's still some things that you're struggling to communicate. Right. How do you have that, how do you create that space where I can communicate with the person I'm raising a child with? I'm like, hey, yeah. I'm struggling with this. I need you to help me. Yeah. yeah. You know, I don't know how to say this on this lovely podcast without being terrible, but you are a queen. It's okay. Over you need to know. You need to know your position. <laughs> mm. You need to choose, like ice cream, like selecting your favorite flavor. Mm-hmm. You need to select your favorite person. Go around and ensure that you live with your favorite person. I live with my favorite person. Oh, like, I wish. I wish it? people could see our eyes right now. <laughs> drop yeah. mic. Drop yes. mic. I was to go around and do marriage again. I would go right round the whole of Jamaica. I would look in China and I'd come right back to Kenya and pick my person because he's my favorite person. He oh. gives me the space to be able to communicate and tell him, "Listen, babe, I'm struggling," you know, and he he should be able to pick up that. And when he knows that I'm his, I'm his, he's my favorite person, he becomes, we become one. Mm-hmm. So we work on our marriage just to ensure that we are living our best lives. Mm-hmm. So right now, even if you go online, you're going to check and find that we are usually trying to work on our marriage. Marriage is not easy. Mm-hmm. It's not like to say that everything falls in you know, a silver plate. Once you find out that you work on your marriage, the rest of the things are going to fall into place. I just feel like sometimes women shortchange themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't know. You're, you're, you're with this guy and, you know, things get crazy. And then, oops, hachoo, I caught a flu and a pregnancy. No, ah. you chose that person. You need to choose better. And if this person is not tickling your fancy, let him go. Because the truth of the matter is you need to rest on your favorite person. It makes a whole difference. I was just telling my friend yesterday, the most important decision you're going to ever make is the person who you're going to live with for the rest of your life. And what we don't talk about is that even if you separate from that guy, he's going to be the father of your child. You're never really going to separate from him. True. Select, choose like ice cream. You are a queen. Mm. Know your position. Go and pick a king. Hey. I like my <laughs> so So in your house, in your house, there's Malkia and Mfalme. Yeah, that's, that's right. Kingdom and queendom. That's right. Um, how would you define motherhood? 
Absolutely. Oh, that's a crazy question. Mother, motherhood for me is the most, is the hardest, most rewarding job that I will ever do. Priceless positioning. And I feel like there's nothing in this world I'm ever going to do that's going to equate my position as a mother. So um, I literally dropped my work. I, I stopped going to the office. If I'm going to be a mother for the rest of my life, and this is where I'm going to be, and this is where I'm going to earn, and this is what's going to pay me, and this is how we're going to live our beautiful lives. And it's an investment. My daughter is four now, and she's a star in school, and everyone asks me, but how is this kid so clever? Because I was with her. I homeschooled her. I trained her. And you can see. So, yeah, I just I feel like it's, 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 it's a shocker. You know, when it comes through, don't let one woman convince you that, no, I just walk through the park. It's not. It's very difficult. Let's talk about how that motherhood, yes, it's amazing. It's rewarding, but how does that affect your mental, physical, yeah. emotional well-being? Yeah. As because sometimes you will hear mom on this side, mom on this side. Yeah. There's a deadline in front of you. Exactly. How do you find, um, you know, your way of decompressing? Yeah. Uh, do you go scream into a pillow yeah. or just put on, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> noise cancelling <laughs> earphones and just say, I don't want to be a mom yeah. today. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, You know, let me bring you back to uh, the global goals, um, which number four is quality education. And I feel like it's not enough. There's not enough quality education for um, motherhood. So the truth of the matter is we are like guessing our way through motherhood. And when you do that, you don't know what's going on. The reason why everyone gets really confused in motherhood is because you don't know what's going on. The more educated you are, the fewer times you get into this crazy space. Because you understand that my child is looking for attention because I'm trying to beat a deadline. So why don't I give my child attention and make her busy and then I'll be busy. I don't know, so I have to lock her out. Why don't we work together? You sit here, my mind, color, I'll meet this deadline. It reduces the stress. Sometimes education is what plummets us and pushes us into a beautiful space of enjoying our motherhood. Mm -hmm. So for me and the queendom, it is my dream that we could educate these women to understand what's going on so that motherhood is not happening to you and you're not going through this crazy, I'm going mad. You're going through this beautiful experience that you as a mother are ready to enjoy and not it's not going to defeat you. Remember, you're a queen. So just sit back on your throne, go back into position, look down and say, you know, I don't know what's going on, but it's not going to defeat me. Is this baby crying? Let's stop everything. Let's deal with the crying baby. In two minutes, the baby stops crying. You can go back to your duties. It doesn't have to be this crazy whirlwind, you know, and that's that's what the queendom really is. Um, (laughs) So before we uh, begin to wind down on this amazing conversation, you've dropped so many gems. Um, But I want you to share for new mothers out there, how can they define their experience of motherhood without all these external pressures? Because, you know, as soon as you become a new mom, everybody has advice for you. So, um, you know, what advice would you give women when it comes to taking control of the motherhood narrative? Right. So I have I have a couple of pieces of advice. First, I want you to. Be strong. You're strong. You need to know who you are. It takes time. Invest in yourself. It takes time to first figure out that I'm able to do this. This is what I can do. And then you need to narrow down your sounds to a single voice. If you're moving with one person, one friend, one doctor, just narrow it down. Because sometimes the wrong answer is the direction to the right answer. But if you keep filtering ideas and concepts and solutions, you mix everything up. It becomes really confusing for you. And then my third nugget is to belong to a community. 
Because once you know that what you're going through is what someone else is going through, then everything gets better. You relax, you breathe. You know, you're just like, okay, I'm not crazy. <laughs> Children get home every two weeks. All right, let's deal with it a day at a time. The truth is, I need you to be strong. I need you to be confident. I need you to be brave. And I need you to be bold. If you're going to give that medicine, give it. If, you're going, if you think Kalpol is better than Panadol, give the Kalpol. Because you're sure. You're a queen. You know, you, you know what you're supposed to do. Go ahead and be confident and do it. The self-doubt that kicks in with motherhood is crazy. And if you're not sure about yourself, your, your child is going to feel it. You need to be sure. I, there was a time I learned that even Beyonce guesses everything. You know, no one's really lived a double life before. So when I learned that, wait, she's doing... She has twins. How is she managing? So I just think we need to position ourselves as queens. And once we get that done, you know your queenship. You know that you're not alone. You can ask for help, mothers. You can ask for help. Help doesn't make you weaker. It just, when a queen is on her throne and she can see a flower arrangement on the bottom that's a mess, she doesn't get up and go and fix a flower arrangement. She tells one of the people to help her fix that flower. So sometimes I just feel like we shortchange ourselves. We don't understand our positioning. So, yeah. Yeah. In just one or two words, uh, give an advice to a new mom or an aspiring mom. Just one or two words. Um, I think, dear mom, can I talk to her? Yes. Dear mom, I think you are wonderful. I think you have given life. The one area that the world will remember you for is that you have brought life to this earth. Be graceful to yourself. Be kind to yourself. And if you're kind to yourself, you're going to be kind to others. If you're making a mistake, that's fine. Motherhood is built from all that. Because by the time you're done with this journey, you're going to thank yourself and you're going to feel good because you didn't give up on you. Be the one pillar that no one else is. right? And be sure that you are not um, a failure. Just know that within you, that you are not a failure. Amazing, girls. <laughs> I absolutely love that. That was so amazing. You have been listening to the amazing Kizia. You can follow her at thekingdom.ke. Queen. Queen oh, sorry, at the kingdom. Queen. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you told me to look for somebody. Like, stuck in there. <laughs> looking for her favorite ice cream. <laughs> <in the kingdom. laughs> so at thekingdom.ke. Am I right? Queendom. Queendom. At the queendom.ke. We've enjoyed you've educated us informed us inspired us and we have definitely enjoyed overreacting with you yes and from the ovaries of my mom i am this woman here sitting here overreacting and my parting shot is mama i love you oh (laughs) um definitely one thing i took from this conversation is you know choose your future partner like your favorite ice cream (laughs) (laughs) And to all mothers out there, stay inspired and just know you, you're giving birth to earth. I know. Yeah, you can listen to this very podcast um, every Monday at 10.30 on Capital FM or digitally uh, from tomorrow. You can listen to it uh, across all digital platforms. That is Anchor FM, Google, uh, Spotify. And yeah, let's overreact. overreact.